This is IGN. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. More like Lords of the Risen, am I right? This is your IGN review of Lords of the Fallen by Travis Northrup. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. While the original Lords of the Fallen from 2014 was one of the earliest to bravely take a stab at recreating from software's lightning in a bottle, it didn't quite hit that high mark. Nearly a decade and about a million souls like copycats later, there's perhaps no better time for its follow-up to take a second swipe. And thankfully, this new, confusingly identically named Lords of the Fallen confidently lands its strike. Its worlds, divided into dual realities, is absolutely awesome to explore. Build crafting is diverse and complex, and combat is so smooth and satisfying that I'm willing to forgive all the ways it cribs from its contemporaries. Some pretty severe performance issues and bugs, as well as disappointingly easy boss fights, means this latest thrust isn't quite a fatal blow. But even so, I expect to spend many more hours impaling enemies and exploring every nook and cranny of its cleverly split world for secrets. It's a shame, though, that Lords of the Fallen doesn't quite seem capable of supporting its cross-dimensional ambitions from a technical standpoint, as it suffers from some pretty serious performance issues in the attempt. It's especially frustrating when lost frames lead to me taking hits I otherwise may have avoided, or when my co-op partners got killed after their game turned into a slideshow during multiplayer, where performance is sometimes even worse. I'm not usually one to whine about performance benchmarks or less-than-perfect frame rates, but these were so consistent and impossible to ignore that it was like eating a delicious meal with a severe toothache and a cut on the roof of my mouth. I hope this sort of stuff will be patched out before too long, but... For now, those severe problems are impossible to ignore. Thankfully, these areas are still a ton of fun to explore when Lord of the Fallen's frame rates manages to behave, from the fiery ashes of the city of Kalroth to the treacherous steps of a monastery in the mountains. Level design is some of the best of the genre in recent memory, with interesting and often breathtaking environments, tons of secrets to discover, and loads of unique enemies to fight, introduced one at a time via mini-boss fights throughout the roughly 40-hour campaign. Lords of the Fallen also draws clear inspiration from the first Dark Souls specifically, in that it tries very hard to connect every area of the map to a central hub, and has lots of opportunities to unlock shortcuts and backtracking paths, though it does so at the cost of being annoyed by about 15 doors that can't be opened from the side you're on every hour or so. Taking down armies of wretched skeletal abominations is a lively whirlwind of blades and flails being swung and parried, making it play more smoothly than the vast majority of its peers, even if that dance feels extremely conventional at this point. You can be a brawny bruiser wielding the old reliable sword and board, 
a quick and precise Bloodborne dude, or a variety of ranged magic users with cool but by-the-numbers abilities like covering levels in fire and lava, or blessing you and your allies with health-regenerating effects. Upgrading weapons, spells, and slotting runes and other upgrades into your equipment to give them special modifiers helps extend that buildcrafting variety even further. With nine starting character classes to choose from, and four more that can be unlocked later, there's tons of room for replayability and a variety of interesting playstyles, which is one of my favorite aspects of any action RPG. It's also great that many of the areas you'll fight your way through are legitimately challenging, often filled with elite enemies who swarm you with devastating attacks and claustrophobic environments that have numerous ways to get yourself killed. Getting pulled into the umbral realm piles on even more enemies in danger too, which is a fun, sweat-inducing time. Really, the only issue is that enemies are as dumb as a bag of hair, which isn't exactly a unique problem in the genre, but it's always amusing to see these morons try to figure out how to navigate the world's geometry only to stand in place as you repeatedly hit them with balls of lightning. Another neat new idea is vestige seeds, which can be planted in various designated locations throughout the world to manifest semi-permanent checkpoints at intervals of your choosing. So if you're having trouble with a certain section and don't want to deal with the pressure of dying before you reach the next static checkpoint, you can use a vestige seed to create a safe haven along the way and take baby steps to your final destination. This adds a really nice minigame where you're deciding to stop and spend a seed, and when to push your luck and see if you can make it through to the next few rooms before saving your progress. Lords of the Fallen is a great Souls-like, and its killer new idea of swapping between two versions of the world to solve puzzles and slay enemies is an excellent twist to set it apart from the pack. That concept is unfortunately hamstrung by numerous, highly annoying technical issues and weak boss fights, but awesome explorable areas and fantastic build crafting more than make up for those shortcomings. If, like me, you're a sucker for a quality action RPG even amid a clear overabundance of them, then this reboot is well worth your time. Lords of the Fallen's IGN score? 8. Thanks for listening. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest Lords of the Fallen updates, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.